0: To learn more, visit UASCC.org or UnitedWayNCC.org. You are tuned in to Arts on Fire right here
1: on 107.9 WRFA. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Anthony Merchant, here with you with another episode of the show. Today we have dancer and choreographer and owner of Skanya Berman Dance Company. We got Skanya Berman right here with us. Lots of great stuff coming up uh, this weekend. If you are to this Friday, so... We have a lot to get into with her. We're going to learn more about the dance company and just her herself. So, let's get into it. It's Kanye. How are you?
2: I am doing great. How are you? I'm
1: doing really good. Looking uh, I mean looking forward to having you on like is of all the people I'm trying to think of the last few months that I've had on Arts on Fire, I think you're the first dancer and choreographer. I don't know that I've went into this realm yet. I believe you are our first.
2: That's that's good to know. Good and to learn. yes, and I feel like dance is probably, like, the least represented art form in this part of the state. So, like, I'm really happy to, like, be that voice and bring it to everyone.
1: I I do. I got to say, I do think that's neat because, yeah, I mean, we don't have tons and tons of dance companies around here. I don't I don't feel like you're saying, like, I mean, I don't know that that's, like, the big the biggest thing around here. So it's nice to see fresh and new you know ideas and different different things being kind of brought out to kind of get into it i mean i, I want to start with you like for dancing and choreography like where does that all of that start for you where that interest get sparked like take us take us back to the origins
2: all right here's <laughs> here's my dc origin story yeah um so i was born in india i was raised in india so I actually got to New York City to attend the Martha Graham School of Contemporary Dance. I got a scholarship. Uh, but prior to that, you know, I have trained in Indian classical dance forms of Bharatanatyam and Kathak ever since I was three years old. Um, so that was like, you know, just kind of something that I grew up with. Uh, but being a good Indian girl, like I had to go get my master's in chemistry to kind of be that, you know, I guess, responsible Indian kid for my parents, but that did not last too long. I disappointed my parents right away because I went and got a diploma in movement arts and contemporary dance, and that kind of led to me coming to New York City to pursue uh, dance at Martha Graham School. Um, Right after that, you know, it was kind of back and forth between India and New York City. And I met my now husband, then boyfriend, uh, who was from this area in uh, northwest Pennsylvania, Jamestown area. And that's what brought me here to Jamestown. And, um, you know, I brought along all that. I've learned uh, from India, from New York, to this part of the country.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, you've been you've been doing it obviously your entire life. I mean, three—that's almost right from the right from the get go. That's I mean, true. Yeah, seems like it's just kind of like in your blood. I mean, <laughs> how long? How long have you been in Jamestown now? Like, I mean, how how long have you uh, been over here in this part of the the state?
2: So uh, I. I technically moved to Warren, Pennsylvania, back in 2016, but we were looking for more of an art scene, and I think Jamestown was our next best bet in this area. So we moved here, we bought a house, and we loved the art scene out here. Uh, we had this budding comedy scene going on, a great music scene. So we were like, okay, there's something missing out here with the dance scene, and that's where kind of that sparked our interest in moving here and kind of starting uh, some thing ground up. But uh, we moved back to New York City in 2019 and, um, you know, hoping to kind of do more out there. But COVID-19 hit and we decided to finally kind of get back home and settle out here in Jamestown.
1: Nice, nice. And where does the uh, like the dance company, like I was mentioning earlier, we do have the dance company. I mean, where does that kind of come into play and all that? Were you doing it right away when you moved back here? Was it, you know, did it kind of take a while until you started getting that started up? Where where does the dance company start?
2: Yeah, so uh, when I was here initially back in 2017, I was teaching at the Chautauqua Regional Youth Ballet. I taught modern, um, you know, taught a lot of kids, choreographed on the kids. But prior to that, I, uh, you know, back in India, I used to be a repertoire member for a dance company and we toured nationally, internationally. So we did a lot of like European tours, uh, I got to perform at the Royal Danish Ballet which was like really interesting uh, so that kind of that that fire of kind of dancing on stage was still there but when I moved here I just saw like the dancing was more like about teaching and not as much as performing especially for adult dancers so um, that's where the, that, that idea kind of started brewing like you know what we have to have like a dance scene out here we can have stuff in New York City. Why not here in Jamestown? We have stuff in Buffalo. So we should be kind of, you know, pulling that momentum from Buffalo into this part of the state. Um, So when I finally kind of settled down back in 2020, um, I had this itch of like, you know, doing something more uh, rather than just teaching. And I was still teaching at the Chautauqua Regional Youth Ballet back then. So, um, you know, finally, I kind of decided, you know, now is the right time. You know, people are really invested in the arts. This is the right place to do it. And that's when I kind of... uh, started uh, conceptualizing this company. Um, And we finally kind of started in 2021. It was a two-person team. And uh, we are uh, doing a lot of projects. Um, we have local dancers involved in these projects, which is one of our main goals is to kind of, uh, cultivate the local art scene, the local dance scene, and to involve local dancers to kind of, uh, establish the fact that dance can be a career option and not just like a hobby that you stop doing after the age of 18. So I'm kind of glad to say that we are, we are having that momentum. We are kind of going in that direction. We recently got a couple grants. Um, so I'm really excited to share those, um, news with you as well nice
1: not you know i actually just kind of brought up something too and like i i'd be kind of interested in that and I, I think it's great like what you're doing does that happen a lot like in dancing and choreography where you kind of like like maybe people don't continue it later on in life you know what i mean like like some people i don't know like maybe you do music as a teenager and i feel like a lot of people kind of will keep it up even just a hobby like with mute like with dancing and, and choreography do you do you tend to see people kind of have that drop off at some point?
2: Absolutely. So, you know, dancing is a very demanding hobby. You know, it's expensive and as well as like physically taxing. So right after like, you know, you graduate from high school, there's very, uh, I guess, a very... uh, narrow group of people that would actually go on to college to kind of pursue a BFA in dance. And that to it's, you know, a profession that is not really well paid. Um, so it's, there's not a lot of incentive into going into dance. Um, and so, most of the times, people will kind of drop out right after high school and kind of return to it maybe in their forties and fifties when they feel like you know they have some much some more time or money to kind of pursue it as a hobby. But professionally, though, it is it is very rare to see like you know people taking it up and kind of um, doing like you know uh, either dancing professionally or kind of uh, forming a dance company or even choreographing.
1: That's int- That is very very interesting. I like to hear too that you're kind of like. I don't, I don't know, in a way, kind of like getting that to not happen. Kind of be like, no, like keep the, you know, this is like your passion, or your love or whatever. Keep it going, you know.
2: And also, uh, just kind of so glad that we are in New York State because New York State has a great art scene and there's a lot of push for funding in the arts. And specifically, recently, there has been this uh, huge shift in decentralizing a lot of the grant money to this part of the state. So, like, you know, initially it was a lot more saturated in New York City and the pandemic has been kind of uh, the thing that has propelled this, this move to happen where a lot of dancers have moved moved from New York City to different parts of the state and they have brought with them that professional experience as well as like you know the government is also very very interested in uh, investing in these art scenes and these different parts of the state as well.
1: That's kind of I mean and and it's a weird I don't know it's a it's a situation kind of odd because obviously I mean everyone you know you have COVID and everything everyone has to leave but it is, in a way, like like it's kind of neat the spreading of arts and entertainment that way. Where like you're saying, like I bet that does happen a lot now, where people have kind of spread out more, and it's not all just in this one place. Which means now you're getting that art and culture and all this like spread out. Maybe places you wouldn't see before, like, like you're talking, mean, like you're talking about. You obviously came here and saw you know a void that needed to be filled and now it's kind of you know it's kind of happening from all of that which is kind of nice actually
2: that is actually what has happened a lot of my friends have actually moved from new york city to different parts of the state out of state as well and they are seeing that there's this interest in the communities as well to kind of embrace dance as an art form and kind of you know um actually go watch shows so which is very exciting uh because initially it was very kind of siloed off in new york city
1: yeah, that, that that really is. It's interesting talking about that and kind of kind of thinking about that. You may see that stuff in in new areas. Maybe you didn't really before. But I, I do want to talk. I mean, again, like I mean, you you have the the grants and stuff. You have a lot of stuff coming up this weekend. You have a lot of things going on. So I mean, you want to you want to fill us in on all of that and everything you kind of have going on
2: right now. Absolutely. So um, the most exciting news that I have to share is that I recently got a grant uh, through the New York State. Uh, uh, Funding, which is the NISCA funding. It's called the New York State Choreographers Initiative Grant. So out of the 55 counties in New York, 13 choreographers were chosen to do this choreo lab, which is a 24-hour residency where a dancer, along with a mentor and a couple other dancers, uh, would actually experiment, investigate different forms of movement, and create something which does not need to be presented to the public. So they are kind of honoring the process, the creative process of dance rather than the final product and uh, they are kind of uh, focusing on the fact that choreography or even the act of dancing is work and that needs to be paid so all my dancers are getting paid a good amount of money and not just like you know a stipend or um in exposure that we always kind of see, but they're actually being paid for the work that they're doing in the studio and not just depending on like just a performance or revenue um, from that performance. So um it's a 24 hour uh, residency. So I'm kind of, uh, I've spliced it up in three parts. My, I have two cohorts, one in Jamestown, New York, and one in New York City. So my group here in New York, uh, in Jamestown, New York, is um, meeting with me twice once in August, this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and once in October. Uh, so we'll be actually investigating on how Indian classical movements or South Asian diasporic movements kind of settle in Eurocentric bodies and how that kind of comes out through their bodies and through their um, their uh, phrases that they create. Uh, so we have a mentor who's coming from New York City. Her name is Teresa Cuevas. She is the Artistic Director of Indo-Rican Multicultural Dance Project. And then we also have a New York State Dance Force uh, Project Director coming in. Uh, her name is Lois Walk. To kind of oversee the project we will have two days saturday and sunday um four hours each day of this time to kind of experiment investigate and see what we can come up with that's awesome
1: staying staying busy and also i mean helping uh helping others in your field i like it absolutely i like it a lot where uh you know where do people kind of stay up to date with what you're doing, find out more about the uh, dance company and everything else you uh, have going on. I mean, where do we where do we kind of go find more info now?
2: So we are physically present in the in the Pearl City Arts building. Um, so we have a studio out there, uh, but we are also kind of present on social media and we have our website. So if you're interested in checking us out, you can either go to our website, which is www.sukhaniaberman.com, or you can go to the social media sites as well with the same handle, Sukanya Berman Dance Company uh and we are also on Instagram uh we have not ventured out yet into uh the TikTok but <laughs> but we are there on the good old Facebook and the the more recent Instagram field
1: Nice, nice. Eventually, maybe, maybe you'll maybe you'll slowly get into the TikTok
2: realm. <laughs> maybe I I doubt it, but we will see. <laughs> uh,
1: is there is there anything else you know as we kind of close this up? I mean, did we did we miss anything? Should we let people know about anything else? I mean, is there anything else we should kind of cover
2: before we go? Absolutely. We also have a performance. Actually, I have a performance coming up this Sunday at the Robert A. Jackson Center. Uh, we are um, having an award ceremony, the 2022 Heinz Award for uh, human human hum, uh, humanitarian service and uh, there's an international attorney coming in his name is Hans Corel and he's being awarded this um, this award uh, and I'm performing at the end of it at 7 pm. Uh, it's a whole 30 minute solo recital we are doing an Indian classical uh, recital, and there is a QA after um, the recital is over. So it is a ticketed performance, but uh, we have limited seating. We have like around 50 seats available for this performance. So if you're interested in checking us out, you should be there on Sunday, August 28th at 7 p.m. Tickets are available online at the Robert A. Jackson Center a website, or you can even get it in person at the Robert A. Jackson Center.
1: Intimate though. So yeah, maybe, uh, maybe better sooner than later if you want to, if you're uh, interested in that, just a couple days here. I mean, awesome. A lot of, a lot of good stuff talking about it again. Kind of nice to get into like the dancing and choreography of, uh, including around in this area because we don't do enough on Arts on Fire. Ni- sure. n- nice to hear about all this. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, I've been Anthony Merchant talking to Sakanya Berman of Sakanya Berman Dance Company right here in Jamestown. And you're tuned in to Arts on Fire right here on 1079 WRFA.